Mommy Talk, episode four. Yaga yow yow, in other words. Hey, and welcome to episode four of Let Mummy Talk, my brand new podcast. Hold up, hold up, actually. Can I even really call it brand new when we're four episodes deep? Mm. You know what, I'm going with it. I'm going with it, man. Four episodes is not a lot. So yeah, I'm going to go with the brand new thing for a bit longer. And maybe when I get to like episode 10 or something, I'll drop it and just start saying the name of the podcast. If you are new, hello and welcome. As I said, my name's Lynn and the podcast is all about everything and anything that matters. Matters to who? Matters to me, matters to you, matters to we. From love to relationships, parenthood, culture, health, both physical and mental, and above all else, happiness. And I always say it, talking is therapy, this pod is about talking. You guys talk to me, I talk to you, and we have a good old chat. Now, if you are new here, you will not be familiar with the fact that I have a bar. I have a bar every time I record this pod. I go to the bar, also known as my kitchen cupboard, and I grab myself a drink because I don't really get to do anything in the week. I'm quite a busy mum. So yeah, this is my time to just do me. But today, I've got to be real with you guys. Today's drink ain't really exciting. It's not really... It's not really doing bits for me, to be honest with you. It's a hot vinto. Say what? Like proper granny drink, but it has to be done because I'm not well. I can't be drinking alcohol when I'm on medication. I don't know what's wrong with me before anybody asks. I don't know. Not that anyone's going to ask, but if you're wondering, <laughs> if you're wondering, what's wrong with her? Yeah, I don't know. It went a little bit wrong this weekend and I got a bad belly. So anyway, how are you? How has your life been going? The weather is really do-do isn't it let's not lie it's been raining for the best part of the day and it's just so miserable oh it's that kind of ill weather you know but gotta be thankful because there's so much to still be thankful for so we're gonna keep it moving and keep the positive vibes blowing so since the last pod i have actually done some things which is actually nice because sometimes there's no real update to give you because I haven't been out or done anything exciting, but I did some stuff. I met my friend, my good friend on the weekend and we went shopping. I think I told you about this last week. I went to Westfield in White City, which is in West London. And um, I actually bought some clothes and I'm saying that in a surprise manner because I've become so fussy that I don't really buy things anymore, especially if I go like in person to the shops because I just, I can't be bothered. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't have the energy for it like I used to. And more often than not, whatever I buy, I return it, to be honest with you, because I get home and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. And for me, I have to love it. If you're not in love with it, what is the point, really? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I bought some things anyway in Westfield and we had more to the point, a really nice girly catch-up, which was so needed after my week last week, which was really stressful. Just sometimes mum life gets a lot, as we know. I'm recording this pod during the October half term and we are currently Wednesday actually. So this week I do feel pretty impressed with myself because I feel like I've done a lot for my children, even though they've been doing my head in to be quite fair. I really, really rate, really rate people who love being stay at home mums because it's not easy. It's not easy, like you get to a point when they're just doing your absolute nothing and you're like, when is the school reopening? Can we get it open now? Please, teachers, come back off your half-term break and let's get this thing on and popping because these kids are driving me around the bend and I love my kids. God knows I love my kids, but Lord, sometimes I'm just looking at them and they're just doing the most and I'm just like, I need you to go back to school today right now in fact but anyway going back to my super mum moment i took my children to richmond 
to go to the beautiful Kew Gardens and go on a Gruffalo trail. For those listening to this pod who may be parents, and even some who aren't, you will know about the Gruffalo, Julia Donaldson's massively successful children's book from, I don't know how many years old it is, but it's not new, put it that way. But yeah, Kew Gardens had some nature trail thing to find the Gruffalo and meet all his friends, and it was really cool. It was a fun day out, and we ended up walking around the whole of the park for around five and a half hours, non-stop walking. Outside, nature is just gorgeous. And I always say it, being around nature is good for your mental health. And I just feel getting the kids outside, me being outside, just a bit of time of me bonding with them rather than me sat at home telling them off or forcing them to do home learning or making them watch a movie or whatever it might be. It was just different. I met up with a good old friend yesterday. Um, this is a friend I've known for in excess of 20 years. Like this is my my Cody from my olden days. And we don't get to see each other very often because she lives quite literally the opposite side of London to me with her husband and her children. And yeah, it's just, you just recognize how, how busy our lives are and how sad that is because you end up not seeing and speaking to somebody as often as you wish you could. You know what I mean? You know, when you're around good energy and good people and it just hits you how much you'd love to be around them more but time and distance and space doesn't always make that possible what I will say though is if you have a good friend that you don't see very often try and see them because when you do it just feels really good how are you feeling today mummy so how am I feeling today so as I said a little bit earlier I've not been well but I'm feeling like I'm on the mend my belly's not doing so much bubbling <laughs> I'm not feeling like I'm going to vomit every five seconds and I'm able to walk without being bent over which is these are all really good signs of me being on the road to recovery so in a second I'm going to get on to today's topic which is notes to my 18 year old self what would I say if I had the magical ability to time travel and go back and send a note or a few post-it notes to 18 year old Lynn what would I warn her what advice would I give her? Obviously, I can't tell in the lottery numbers. That's just too obvious. Everybody would say that, right? I can't say invent Snapchat, invent Instagram and become a multimillionaire or billionaire because, again, too obvious. So I'm thinking more practical ways. But before we get onto that whole subject, I want to tell you a quick story about how I fully embarrassed myself today. Let me tell you what happened, right? Now, I, I am someone that speaks from my full chest a lot a lot, a lot, a lot. Because like, do you know what it is? I'm not, I don't want to say I'm not usually wrong, but it's a rare thing when I'm not right. Do you know what I mean? So make of that what you will. But basically this morning I was in the kitchen and I was tidying up and I saw a pot of pasta that was boiled from last night left on the side, right? The kids had pasta, cheesy pasta for dinner last night, but there was some leftovers and there was quite a lot of leftovers. So I'm sat there looking at it and it was vexing me. It was really getting on my nerves. I'm thinking, what a waste of food. I hate wasting food. There are people starving and we're here wasting food. Nuh-uh. So I called out to my husband and I'm like, babe, can we just be more mindful when we're weighing out the ingredients, please? Because, you know, I was trying to be so polite because he's not very good at measuring like quantities of like rice or couscous or pasta. So he'll put tons in like he's feeding a family of like eight when there are actually in reality only four of us in this house. So yeah, 
I was trying to be polite, but in my mind, I'm just thinking, bruv, come on, where are the ingredients so we don't waste food? So I'm just like, babe, I think we, um, let's try and be a bit more careful of how much ingredients we put. You know, the pasta, there's quite a lot in the pot, which is all going to go in the bin now because it wasn't put in the fridge last night. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, it's very wasteful. So can we try and do better, babe? All right, thanks. And I really had my slight patronising, but I'm making it a we problem when it's really a you problem type of, type of voice. I had that voice going on. And then my husband came to the kitchen very calmly and looked at me and he said, what was you saying? Because you couldn't hear me apparently. So what was you saying? And I said, oh no, I was just saying, I don't know if you could hear me, I was just saying, um, basically with the pasta, there's a lot left over. I think you kind of misjudged it by quite a lot. So, so try not to, um, and then he cut me, dead sentence, very neatly did it as well, very neatly. And he said, you made the pasta last night, not me. And I looked into the air, you know that look you do when you look into the air to like, <laughs> to think about something just just to just just to get your mind in the right place to see if he's telling the truth or chatting s and i was like yeah you're right i did do the pasta last night and i felt very very embarrassed and i had to eat a massive slice of humble pie shut my trap and then i <coughs> swallowed a lot of pride and i said sorry i said sorry about that i um i thought it was you because it's usually you but it's on this occasion it's me so i can acknowledge that so then I had to turn it on myself to make it into a joke and I told myself off out loud and then he just chuckled. But I know in his mind he's thinking, look at this girl thinking she ain't never wrong. This arrogant girl, I felt so shame. So basically the moral of the story is if you're gonna be like me and say things with your chest a lot, make sure you get your facts right first. Do you know what I mean? Let mommy talk. Now I promise we are nearing the subject of a note to my 18 year old self. But before we get there, I want to quickly just give a massive shout out to two very special, very talented and incredible young guys. And these guys are Abdu and Akwesi and they work in creative advertising. And I met them when I worked in a creative advertising agency and they were two of the only black creatives in the whole agency. And for anybody who doesn't know what a creative does, cause I'm probably just presuming everyone knows, when you look at advertising, marketing, those kind of spaces, creatives are the people who think up the ideas for an advert. So they might be like, I think to advertise, I don't know, this bottle of Coke, we should do A, B and C. So they'll think of the creative, wacky, outrageous, whatever ideas that will get people talking about the adverts or people to remember the adverts. These two guys used to work in this agency that I worked in, which was a good agency, definitely one of the top agencies. However, they weren't fully appreciated or respected for their craft in this agency. And rather than keep trying to make people see it and beg and plead to be seen and appreciated, they said, you know what? I get it. I get it. You like us, but you don't like or respect us enough. And they chucked up the deuces and they left. And they left to go and work at another agency, a bespoke ad agency dedicated to Apple. And they've just made, wait for it, because it's a big deal, just take a moment. They've just made the latest television advert for Apple's iPhone 12 and 12 Pro. That's a boss move. If you've seen the ad, I'm sure you have. It's getting a lot of airplay at the moment. You'll know what I'm talking about, right? This advert was made. I just need to put it out there in case you're not really getting what I'm saying. This advert was the creation of two young black guys from London. South London at that, do you know what I mean? Don't let anybody undervalue you. Don't let it happen. Because it's how you are. The second you realise your value and you start walking like you know your value and making moves like you know your value, bigger things are coming. Trust me, and I mean that in every sense, not just with regards to advertising or careers, 
What about love? Like, come on, come on. Okay, so we finally arrived at our destination. The destination is a note to my 18 year old self. What would I tell me at 18? Let me think back to 18 year old Lynn. Wait, one second, give me a second. Do you know, as I'm thinking, think back to 18 year old you. What were you doing? What were you like? Where was your head at? Have a think. When I think of me, right, honestly, this is me laying it all bare now, I think of a girl who was very insecure, presented as confident, presented as very confident, very feisty, very outgoing and boisterous, but very insecure on the inside. Wanted love, desperately wanted love. Wanted a relationship so badly wanted success like the burning desire I've always had to be ambitious to want and achieve great things has been there from I've been I don't know maybe like two days old or something very very young so at 18 that was always there wanting to be liked like I really really wanted to be liked by everyone like why why was I so desperate to be liked it's quite cringy and to be fair even that trait now it's with me in some ways and I'm like like bun it out who cares you're never going to get to a point where everyone likes you in it. So that's one thing I would definitely tell 18-year-old Lynn. Relax, 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 relax. There's never, ever going to be a point in your life where everyone's going to love you. Never. Look at Beyonce. I think she's amazing. Who wouldn't love Beyonce and why? People hate her. Do you know what I mean? Look at, do you know what, a better example than Beyonce? Look at Michelle Obama. What's not to love? Unless you're racist... Why would you not love Michelle Obama? Who has she ever offended? What's she done? But people don't love her. And that is a prime example, a shining example of the fact that no matter what you do, you're going to have a lot of people who just don't like you, right? But I think when you're younger, you don't quite get that. You just want people, well, not everybody. Some people don't give a damn. But I personally just wanted people to like me. And I wish I wasn't so needy in that sense. So thinking back to 18-year-old Lynn, I've written some notes on what I would tell her. And the reason why today's episode is extra special is because I've collated a few notes from people on what they would tell their 18-year-old selves. Could they, should they ever (laughs) be able to somehow time travel and go back? What would you tell your 18-year-old self? And I find it really interesting listening to all of the different things people would say. And I just want you to hear it, enjoy it, and just ponder on it. And then think about yourself and what you would tell yourself. Okay, so for me, I tell myself a lot. I would tell myself first and foremost, get braces, babe. And I'm not even being funny because I can't be cussing myself, I'm gonna be real. But I knew my teeth were jacked up from a very young age. But I was always told, they're gorgeous. Your teeth make you who you are, Lynn. Mm, keep them and it's not a put I had a gap okay I say had because I fixed them now but I had a gap the gap wasn't the issue okay people will say why do you close your gap gaps are so unique it means you're gonna be rich I'm like well go get a gap then go and put a gap in your mouth if you love it that much but the gap actually wasn't the big issue the big issue is my teeth would just really like push out they just weren't that straight and I had an insecurity and when I look back at old pictures it really hits me deep how bad that insecurity was when I recognised whenever I smiled or laughed, my hand would cover my mouth. Like, that's a real clear indication that you have an insecurity when you're hiding, right? Your hand is hiding your mouth. And now I'm just like, 
what? Teeth out in the wind, I don't care because they're straight now and no one can tell me anything. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I would say to myself, get a brace because it's not something you're going to just learn to live with and get over. It's something that's going to always bug you because it's something that makes you feel insecure. And what I've realised in my my um wiser years, I'll say, is there's no point in trying to ignore something if it makes you unhappy because it's going to keep bothering you. It is. It's going to keep bothering you. You'll get to a point where you're going to have to fix whatever it is or you'll learn to live with it. One of the two. And I, do, I just never quite got to the point of learning to live with my crooked smile if you like so therefore I fixed it and if I'd have fixed it at 18 I could have saved myself grands because it's cost me like three and a half grand to fix my teeth at the age I did which is only like two years ago now can you actually imagine how much cheaper it would have been to fix my teeth at 18 so what's that like 12 years ago if I'd have done it 12 years earlier how much money <laughs> would I have saved oh my gosh because that's the thing that nothing gets cheaper nothing in life gets cheaper everything goes up things that cost whatever now imagine in 10 20 years time how much they are going to cost imagine the price of a house in 20 years time if your average london house now is like i don't know five six hundred k probably more than that depending on where you are imagine in 20 years time what that house is going to be worth nothing nothing goes down is what i'm trying to say so if you need to fix something don't delay it if you can do it do it i would also tell my 18 year old self stop putting so much tension on your edges with those sew-ins those weaves those tracks whatever you want to call it all those different protective quote-unquote styles that you were loving all those weaves that made you feel like you were so sexy and you were so desirable because more guys would look at you in the club. All of that. <laughs> Was it worth it, really and truly? Well, now, I've got edges. Don't get it twisted. I've got edges, but they definitely have taken a toll from all those years of having sew-ins and tracks and glue and all the rest of that crap we put in our hair. So I would say, slow down, Lynn, slow down on the glue, slow down on the tracks. And if you're going to have the tracks, make sure you go to a good hairdresser because that woman that you're going to, babes, she don't care about your hair. She wants your money. She's going to pull it out. That's something I reckon a lot, a lot of black girls would say. Okay, this one's possibly, <laughs> this, this one's possibly the most important one because I feel in some ways, I understand people who live with a viewpoint that everything we've been through has made us who we are our experiences have shaped us and made us into the people we are today and I 100% agree but at the same time there are some things I would have loved to have known at 18 and understood better that could have prevented a lot of heartache a lot of pain a lot of headache do you see what I mean and I appreciate you go through certain things to to make you stronger like I said but I'd rather not have gone through some things if I could rewind time, I would I would most certainly erase a good couple of things from my history. A hundred percent. Things I've gone through with guys, whatever it might be. I would I would erase it with a quickness. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm gonna go as far to say I appreciate experiences make us who we are. At the same time, hey, a word from the wise is always good. So I would say, don't let no boy. This is me talking to my 18-year-old self. Don't let no boy. No boy treat you like a side dish when you're a main babes never because you know when I look back on it right and I think about 
early love or what I thought was love and those early foolish relationships or situationships, I'm just like, why should they have you if they don't want you properly? Why should they have any part of you? Don't waste your time. And yes, it shapes us. I keep saying it. Yes, it shapes us. But certain experiences, nah, man, don't need that shaping. You just need to know from young. Just don't let them take you for an idiot. Don't let them do it. Mm -mm. Okay, and that leads me nicely on to my next one, which is sex complicates and clouds things. It's nice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I know it's fun. And yes, we all love it and we all need it, right? At the same time, there's so much more that you kind of need at that age. You need to live. You need to, yeah, I know sex is part of living, but you need to experience the world. You need to see things, go to places. <clears throat> Excuse me. You need to see things and go to places and live. Love comes, love goes. So don't rush love, young Lynn. Don't rush love. You have all the time in the world. And especially now when we're living through a pandemic, it really hits home how important it is to live your life because at any point, anything, literally anything can happen and steal your freedom, your opportunities to travel, to do what you want, to see who you want, to go where you want with who you want. We can't do that now. I can't just hop on a flight and say, I'm going to go real quick trip to Miami, can I? I can't do that anymore. At 18, I could have done that, babe. I could have done that. So live your life, girl. That's what I would say. Now, I'm going to play a collection of voice notes gathered from friends, family, social media people that I've never met, <laughs> who have explained what they would say to their 18-year-old selves. And I think there are some real gems in here. Notes to 18-year-old me. I would tell myself to love myself much more, to worry much less, because nothing lasts forever. As the saying goes, this too shall pass. I would also tell my younger self to be kind, be kind to people, because you never know their backstory, you never know their issues that they're dealing with behind closed doors, so it doesn't hurt to be kind. And lastly, I would tell myself to save little by little or as much as you can each month to put away and build for your future one thing i would tell my 18 year old self is to go after the things you feel passionate about and to not worry about the order or the structure of your life too much and it's okay not to mirror everybody else it's okay to break the pattern because people admire that just the same and i would also tell myself that no matter what choices you make as long as you make them with a good heart good intentions then it's always the right choice firstly live in the moment stop wishing that you could get to be an adult and you can't wait to be this that and the other you're never ever going to get this time back being an adult is so hard so stop trying to wish life away because trust me when you're an adult you're wishing you were back to being your 18 year old self living a carefree life maybe still living with your parents and not having any responsibilities apart from getting yourself to work and earning money secondly be a bit better with money i know that life is too short life's for living etc etc but trust me, experiences are worth more than material things. So that trendy new top that you just brought is going to go out of fashion and it probably will come back round again. But the memory of a spontaneous trip or 
planning to travel is gonna last a lifetime. And here I am, 36 years old, regretting that I've never traveled, I've not seen the UK, I've not taken these spontaneous trips. And when you're older, you've got a mortgage, you've got responsibilities, you've got a young child, that's not so easy to do. So take that opportunity while you can. Thirdly, stop stressing that you do not know what you want to do with your life. Yes, a lot of your friends have gone to uni. Yes, a lot of your friends knew what they wanted, but you don't, and that's fine. So success actually means different things to different people. So find out what it means to you and pursue it. It doesn't matter if it's outside of the box. Do you, it's fine. It's never too late to find what you wanna do or start something new. I think last of all, the biggest thing of all, a warning. The next 10 years are going to be a journey. Get excited, get nervous, get curious, but be ready to feel all of the emotions as you go through the years, because that's what life is all about. I would tell my 18 year old self that as you get older, your energy starts to deplete. So just do everything you can with the strength that you have. I would also say to my 18 year old self that I'm really proud of you and keep going, keep pushing and in a number of years time you'll still you'll be happy with what you did then relax chill everything happens for a reason and there's no rush things will get greater later be wiser with your money and save don't alter yourself your appearance or anything for anyone if they don't accept you for who you are or what you look like or any superficial reason Don't stress it, they're not for you. Have a good look at your friends and see who's still gonna stick to you, stick true to you. Uh, That would save me a lot of pain years to come. Just have more fun and just don't sweat small stuff. What would I tell my 18 year old self? I would tell her that she's doing amazing and that one day she'll learn how to be emotionally intelligent and become the woman she doesn't know she wants to be yet. But first, she needs to go through some things. I would tell her that everything is happening for a reason, even the bad things, and that the reason is to prepare her for who she needs to be and where she needs to be next. So to just sit tight and enjoy the ride because it's God's plan for her and it may not make sense now, but one day, She'll just look back and she'll be amazed at how far she's come. You are not defined by the moments that happen to you around this age. This is the perfect time to make mistakes, enjoy life and don't hold yourself under too much pressure when things go wrong, thinking it's going to change the major course of your life because there are plenty more years ahead of you to make those mistakes and figure life out. You know, I don't think I figured life out really until my late 20s. You know, so experiences and people I met and things that I did and things that I thought would change the course of my life dramatically through love, uni, work, anything like that. You really realise that in the grand scheme of things, they don't mean shit. (laughs) So make your mistakes and 
I don't think that they're going to define your life because you have plenty, plenty, plenty more time ahead of you. Stop being so afraid. Open up more. Make and take bigger steps. I know a lot of things in your life have disappointed you, let you down, embedded certain feelings or fears in you. But nothing lives under fear. Absolutely nothing. Be a bit more fearless. Let people in. Allow people to love you. And just let it be and let God take control. There's great potentials in you. Stay focused. Do what you want to do to achieve your goals and live life to the fullest. Be yourself um, 100%. Do not conform trust yourself surround yourself with people that matter do as you please learn as much as possible to look after number one i guess i do believe these experiences shape us into the person that we are in today so if you didn't go through these experiences then you wouldn't be who you are i would tell my 18 year old self to get my head out of the clouds be responsible for my money, appreciate everything I get. It sounds boring and basic, but really it needs to be done. And, and stop daydreaming and go with whatever your passion is. Sis, do not lose focus and do not give up. You are dedicated, hardworking and thinking far beyond your years. You know what you want, and even though you don't know how to get there, the answers will soon be evident. I understand you feel alone right now. There isn't anyone cheering in your corner, and the emotional support is gone. But don't let that harden your sweetheart. You have a God that loves you. When you speak to him every night, he listens. He has a plan for you. Be encouraged. Be proud of who you are in terms of being a young black girl. Know that you will face trials and tribulations along the way, both in terms of overt and covert racism in its subtlest form to outright in your face. I'd also say to my younger self, study harder, learn languages. That French that you're doing, it's going to be worth it in the end. Stick to it. It's going to open up so many doors. You can do it. Be proud of your hair. Be proud of those curls, those beautiful tight curls. Be proud of your Afro. Be more confident. You will overcome things, okay? Life can be difficult. And in terms of your shyness, in time you will grow confident and you will surprise yourself. Forgive more easily. Because looking back, the younger me sometimes found it very difficult to forgive. And I think that's because of what the younger me had gone through in life. So... The younger me, I would advise, forgive more easily and don't hold resentment because literally the only person that you're really truly hurting is yourself. So just let it go. Absolutely had to end on me mum's, me mum, <laughs> on my mum's voice note or voice notes because she, she's like me, she can talk for England, she can. What a queen. But that was lovely. I hope you enjoyed that because I thoroughly enjoyed listening to that collection of voice notes and memos to 18-year-old versions of ourselves. And like I said at the start of that, I don't actually know everybody who did those voice notes. So some people are strangers to me, but it's just really nice to hear notes from strangers. And one thing that I felt was a theme running through pretty much all of those voice notes was just to be 
happy. Just to accept you for who you are. And that's what I want to end on. I think that's a perfect place to end today's pod. As much as those notes were about what we would tell our 18-year-old selves, there will come a point you're going to look back and wish you had just been you. Even at this age, because believe it or not, a lot of us are still not fully feeling happy or confident to be ourselves, especially with things like social media making us feel so insecure and constantly comparing ourselves to others. But if we just accept ourselves for who we are, it's like, take me as I am. Well, this is me. Love me or don't. I don't care. That is how we should be. So everything we heard in those notes was beautiful. Thank you to everyone who contributed to this week's show. And take note of those notes because they still apply at any age, basically. Take care, be safe, and I will catch you guys again same time, same place next week. You've been listening to Let Mummy Talk. I have been your host, Lynn. And thank you for giving me your ears. Have a fantastic week. Listen up. Always be kind, show some love, and get rest.